welcome to the Bean and Dean podcast. We are on schedule this week. The Thanksgiving break threw a little bit of that schedule off. We are in episode 10 covering week 12 summary and then also talking about week 13, what's coming up. Dean, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did. We made a lot of food, ate a lot of food, uh, put on a few extra pounds, uh, but uh, hopefully we can uh, shed that at some point. No. This is where you just start gaining the weight. Between November and December? January, mid-January, just, you just keep eating. Aren't you supposed to make some type of New Res- Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is to gain weight. Oh. Yep. And I have then you been, don't have to work at it as hard. I've been successful for the <laughs> last 15 to 20 years. What uh, Do you guys have plates with dividers at your Thanksgiving? No, I don't care about that really? stuff. Yeah. You mix them? Absolutely. It's you gross. put the stuffing and the mashed and the gravy and the turkey no. and the noodles, everything. Sitting next to somebody at Thanksgiving and they're mixing the corn, the gravy, their turkey, and their mashed potatoes, all like like swirling it. And oh, it no, literally I, don't, is, I don't do that. It's literally making me physically ill. Like I couldn't. And I, you're sitting there with your plate divider? They played dividers. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. Oh, it was just driving me crazy. But uh, we also had one of those green jello desserts that literally. Oh, that's always a fan favorite. Listen, I'm telling you, there was everybody went through a second time around. A couple people, not myself particularly, but a couple people went through thirds. And there was one scoop of that green stuff taken out of out of like the bowl. Like, what, at what point in time can I like say to somebody, stop? You don't need to keep bringing this. No, nobody likes it. No one does. The Make, only scoop out of that is your, is your scoop. scoop. So you just keep it at home. Yeah. Just I don't know. Sa- save it for yourself. You know what's like that for me is when sometimes people order pizzas for a oh. gathering and they'll get, say, four pizzas and they'll put mushrooms on two of them. <laughs> so that by the time you get up to the line, That's all still... the pizza that does not have mushrooms yeah. is gone. Yeah. And what's left is all the pizza or the only pizzas I could never eat. Yeah, I don't want mushrooms on my pizza either. I don't mind like a Supreme if it doesn't have nope. mushrooms, but the mushrooms. Oh, I like are... anything but mushrooms pretty much. I would do anchovies before mushrooms. Oh, wow. I don't think I would do that either. You don't like fish. I don't like fish at all. So um, anyway, but hopefully you guys, everybody had a good Thanksgiving and um, enjoyed their time away from their particular work settings. It was an interesting thing uh, over the break show texting him and he's at the Michigan basketball game and uh, he was on my TV and I could, I found show on my TV on ESPN. I think I saw a picture. Yeah. And I thought it was Photoshop. No, it was, was literally, really the it picture. was literally him. So that, I thought that was kind of funny as we were texting back and forth. I told him to uh, hold up a sign that says trash sucks or we hate the commish. He said he didn't have a paper big enough. So it is mm. what it is. Anyway, let's go to the recap. Um, I went three and three. You went four and two. That takes you to 34 and 20 on the year of me, 32 and 22. You are gaining momentum. You seem to be picking these games pretty well. I'm doing, well, apparently I'm doing a little better. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. So again, maybe I need to stick with the do the opposite. Well, the game that we both picked and both got wrong was the nappy at show. We both picked nappy and sure enough, show just went crazy with all of his Cowboys. He heavily invested in the Cowboys and that was the right call on the Thanksgiving Day game where they just obliterated the commanders. Other than that, we kind of basically split. We both did get the trash and gorilla game correctly, but other than that, we kind of and toilet game correctly as well. I think if the Cowboys are playing a subpar team and you have a Cowboy on your team, you just have to play him at this point. 
Uh, what are your top takeaways from this weekend? Not much. Just kind of enjoyed watching the Eagles win. I was glad the Lions lost. Sorry, Lions fans. Yeah. But I do believe that the Lions could beat the Eagles in the playoffs if it's at Ford Field. But I think if it's at the link, Goff doesn't love the cold weather. I think the Eagles have the upper hand. So that home field advantage is going to be a big deal. I know that's not GFO related, but it is what I paid attention to. What I think is going to end up happening, that game that they lost against the Packers was, to me, a must win to keep pace with the Eagles. I thought that the Eagles would probably beat the Bills, but moving forward, they got some more tough games. And so do the Lions actually down the road. Um, But I just don't think that the Lions can catch the Eagles at this point in time. But we'll see what happens. What we what the Lions fans need this weekend is the Eagles to lose to the Niners because the Niners have an, an extra loss in there. Yeah. So that'll gain some. It's some just momentum. nice when you can control your own destiny mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. And uh, if you if you can take care of business, you don't have to worry about hoping for other teams to lose. My top takeaway: the Eagles Bills game was a good watch. It was fun. I mean, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. It was back and forth. Had some crazy stuff happening, turnovers. So I thought that was good. You know, it's weird. Compared to the previous week, I wasn't worried. Like, I truly believed when they lined up for that long field goal, my wife's like, are you worried about this? I was like, no, I think he's just going to make it. He's an amazing kicker in these situations. And the stress level for me was not that high. And I don't know why it should have been. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it you was, know how I am. During can I just tell you, it was high for me because I knew that if Elliot makes this kick more overtime and nips was going to end up beating me and sure enough he did that was one of my other tape takeaways is nips pulls it out at the end uh sure enough as soon as that kick i i texted uh the commission as soon as it went to overtime i said i don't see how there's any way i can win this game i was only up by like five points and i figured that both teams were probably going to get a possession what i really really needed was a long bomb from Allen to Diggs for a touchdown, and that would have been the only way I would have been able to stay ahead, and that did not happen. Sure enough, Nips ends up beating me by one and a half points, or as we like to call it, the home field advantage, which don't get me started on. You know what was funny is the famous Michigan Stater, Brandon Graham. Yes, Michigan. Uh, Oh, Michigan. He went to Michigan. We've been over this three times this year. He was out for the – overtime coin toss and they go we'll take the ball and he goes it don't matter (laughs) (laughs) yeah brandon apparently he never stops talking uh yeah i mean he was the only player from a a good era in a bad era of michigan football so he's the one that kind of survived it out at the end um i also have on here and we'll talk about this a little bit later on the the listener comments that show sells and wins macho quits and wins this is kind of an interesting thing both of these teams teams that really don't care are winning well, uh, we're not supposed to care, I should Yeah, that uh, well, that's the listener comment. Why don't you read the comment from the listener? So is will selling and winning be the new thing in a copycat league that a lot of people think the GFO turns into is a copycat league? So the question becomes, is this going to be the new thing? Because new guy sold his entire team and has won at least five games. Trash sold Evans and White mid through the season and won the Barty. Macho quit and started winning, and then show sells a lot of his pieces, invests in the Cowboys, and he continues to win. So what do you think? I don't think it's going to automatically turn into a copycat on that because it doesn't always work. You can't just pick anecdotal evidence, big word for me. That is good. Uh, and say that's how it's always going to go down. Yes, it happened in this situation, but I think people – I think if anything, it might – 
people might think, well, I don't need to hold on to this too tight. It's a pretty balanced trade. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sell because I'm not sure about the playoffs and let me uh, start restocking for next year. One of the other listener comments was that Beans mortgaged his future to go all in this year only to possibly miss the playoffs. Would love to hear whether or not we think this is be a brutal shot to the Beans franchise or if this is just like one of those things where you just kind of have to deal with it. Is this that big of a deal? It's not that big of a deal. Where would you put that? I think the Beans emotionally will be super frustrated. I do not think it will set his franchise back that far. He still has some good pieces going into next year, and you have to do that. I mean, you, if you think you've got the team and you want to make a run for it, you do it, and it might not pay off, and so be it. Beans always seems to pull something out through the auction or a trade. How many times in the last three or four years have we been going into it saying, oh, the Beans is in trouble this year, and then he somehow squeaks it out? I'll tell you, it hit me as soon as Jake Elliott hit that field goal. I said, as I said to you earlier, I, that I'm going to lose this game. And then it hit me like, I could miss the playoffs here. Now, right now I'm in the playoffs, but I'm in like the fifth spot. If I lose to Nappy this week. If and, you lose out, you're in trouble? Yeah, that- if I'm in trouble. I have to win one more game. If I win one more game, I'm in. But there's some other things that do have to happen. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, it would be, it would be hurtful. It would be a real, to be honest with you, it'd be a kick to the nuts because I did sacrifice first-round picks. I don't have any picks next year just to try to get into the playoffs and make some some noise, and then all of a sudden the Shula continues to win. You know, if I'm in a division like the Barty, I have run away with this thing by four or five games, right? So you have Nappy this week and show next week. So you could lose out. I could it easily within, lose out. It is within the realm of possibilities. Um, yeah, if you're in the Barty or the Knoll, uh, pretty easy there. You're probably in. So, so let's go to the other listener comments. Nappy is winning close games, and he does have a great roster, and he keeps bragging about winning close games. Only Trash and Toilet have had less points scored against them as Nappy has, and Nappy should be winning games like Toilet and Trash are, but he's not. So when teams don't score against you, that's a layup for wins. Nappy is tripping his way to the playoffs. Would you agree with this or disagree? I think there's something to it. That was a mouthful. So it was a I, lot. I honestly stopped listening a little ways through. But yes, I mean, you can't complain about losing close games or act weird about winning close games if it shouldn't have been close to begin with. I think this this person who submitted this question is basically saying that Nappy is being very lucky that he doesn't have a lot of points scored against him. And he's saying that he's, you know, in a really tight, tight race, but I don't know. This is kind of a hard question. I think it's just trying to insult Nappy is what the question feels like. And basically saying that Nappy should be running away with this division, but he's not. And his team is underachieving. I think that's what the question is insinuating. Well, We'll it's a little Tomology worked in there and, um, yeah, but I, again, you can't, comp- I don't know, you can't complain. Like I lost a game by a half a point and that sucks. Yeah. And somebody else had a tie and then lost the game by really close and that sucks. But there's other games that you should be doing better. Take care of business. You can't blame the fact that, you know, your 
who you're going against. Yeah. There's not much. You should still win enough to get into the playoffs if you're a dominant team. Can you blame home field advantage? You want to. I think yeah. it doesn't make any sense that we have home field advantage. It's just a Can't, weird quirk. Maybe what we should do is incorporate, you know, the NFL has games in London and Germany. Do those have home field advantage? Maybe we should incorporate some of those. Like, you know, every team gets one game in the middle of the season where there's no home field advantage. It's a neutral site game. Maybe we should. That game I lost by a half a point was a home field advantage win. I think it might have been. I think it might have been, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. What are you going to do? All right. So let's go to our week 13 matchups. Are there any other listener comments that you had? I'm sorry. Before I... No, I think that was it. I'm sorry. Roster moves and waivers. Ooh. Uh, today, kind of a weird day. There were some weird acquisitions. And the acquisitions that I thought were kind of remarkable um, were in the defense department. And, Dean, you picked up two defenses and spent a decent amount of money on these defenses. I the spent Titans almost the-, the rest of my money. Yeah, so what happened? Well, um, I looked at Soldier's roster. Okay. And he has two defenses, both on a bye week. Oh. And then I went to the – free agents and I saw that there was three defenses there and I thought well soldier has 12 bucks okay so I can just drop 13 bucks on two defenses leaving him with limited options uh and the what I decided to do was leave him with the Cardinals because they're going to be playing against his beloved Steelers gotcha and I'm just hoping that that pains him to play the Cardinals Unless somebody drops a defense. So, yeah, that pretty much took me out of all my – I had $28. I spent 26 on defenses. But this is smart on your part. I mean, if you want to stay out of last place, these are the type of moves you have to make. Well, it might be smart, but he might be better off without a defense. Yeah, but you got to – he's required, isn't he, to try to get one? Well, you you get punished. Yeah, yeah. like $2 yeah, next salary. year or yeah. something so, like that. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to do that either. Um, anyway, but lots of lots of defenses. It's kind of interesting. I, I always like seeing the waivers stuff. But it looks like people kind of uh, tried to set themselves up with a bunch of kickers, backup quarterbacks, that type of stuff. What's For, with the quarterback run? I think the quarterback run is to hose other people that are on buys. We've got a lot of bye week issues. I'll who's tell that, you. Who's that hurting this week? I think that would be Nips and um, there was another one. I think, well, actually, you know what? It might be Nips and it was New Guy, I think, or somebody like that. What I think is interesting is the NFL doing these late bye weeks is ridiculous. Yeah. They need to stop. Need, the, I know they don't care. They say they don't care about, about fantasy, fantasy yeah. football, but it does affect things. I mean, you're because I think there's going to be a bye week in the playoffs. The first week of the playoffs, it might be a bye week. It might go as late as week 14. No, or, no, no, this is the last one. This is the last bye week. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm well, I am almost positive. With the way I pay. Whoa. I just pulled up new guy's roster. Yeah, it's bad. Oh that was one. Lord. That's in my news notes um, for the matchup. So let's just go ahead and go do that right now, as we've got uh, just a little bit of time left. Okay. And uh, let's go macho and toilet. And we um, grou- I grouped these in uh, the division. I didn't get that. Whoops, Siri. Siri. Um, anyway, we did not ask for a comment. <laughs> um, macho and toilet. I have macho uh, losing this game, but it's going to be a lot closer than people expect. Um, toilet has not been just blowing the doors off of people like we kind of thought he might. Kyron Williams was a very big pickup for him. And I think moving forward will be a good solid pick, but he did beat soldier last week, but it wasn't by like a tremendous, he didn't even get to 100 points. So I actually think this will be a closer one. Macho again, still not giving up. I think it'll be closer than people expect, but I am picking toilet. 
The toilet won last week and didn't score 100? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I should have played him last week. Yeah, no kidding. Or Soldier. Anyway, I, I have toilet as well. I just think, uh, you know, the fantasy gods have been smiling on him in a creepy way almost. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, I am going uh, with the Dean and Soldier matchup. I know you are picking... I'm picking soldier. Now, are you, is this the reverse jinx? Yeah, I think we've both kind of, I looked at our picks. Yeah, we did. And we kind of both, we picked all the same games as a spoiler. We picked all the same winners, except for our own teams in which we were afraid to pick ourselves. Correct. But anyway, yeah, it was just, I can't, uh, I don't know. I can't trust the Dean. He finds ways to lose. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, it looks like as far as the matchups, decent matchups on both sides. Some guys, I think uh, some better than others, but Devonta Smith, man, he's really picking up, but that's going to be a nasty game against San Francisco. So I don't yeah, know that what one San Francisco guy went on Twitter and said he's going to try to hurt Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. Yep, like deliberately, I'm going to try to injure them. Yeah, just listen. What kind of people are that? They're they're evil. They people, act like but... the Purdy thing wasn't their own dumb fault. <laughs> well, protect your quarterback. That's why you have blockers. Yeah, you can't just let. A guy run in and hit him. Well, there sounds like paybacks around the way, but I I pick Dean in this one because I feel like when I'm picking you, it makes you nervous that I'm picking you. So that's why I'm going with you. But I think uh, decent matchups on the on, on both sides. I don't really know what to make of Kenny Pickett now that Matt Canada is gone, and it looks like Soldier's heavily invested in the Steelers' offense right here with Johnson, Warren, and Pickett. So if the Pittsburgh Steelers don't have a good day, Soldier will not have a good day. Um, right. Dogs at trash. No real reason to rehash this one. Dogs has never listened to this podcast, nor has he looked at his roster barely at all this year, even though he still somehow wins. I just don't know how it happens. I think I have my suspicions. And I think there's a lot of rumors around there that somebody else has dog's password and login information, but we won't go down that That, road. Maybe that explains the four moves he's made all season long. So anyway, but Trash, we both have him. New guy at Gorilla. Massive bye weeks uh, issues for new guy. I'm When I mean massive... This it is kind of almost comical. This is one of those things where he was making trades, probably not even thinking about this. You know, this week as far as buys, he can plug he can plug Minshew in. Yeah, he's, that's not horrible. No, he's got some. You know, he can plug. He he could fill out a roster. He could fill. Out, but yeah, well, it's not going to be a good roster. It won't be a good roster. So he'll be lucky if he gets the sixty points if, in if, the projections. If A Chan can, that'll help. They're, but then beyond gonna, that, they're not going to play A Chan. They're playing Washington. They're not going to yeah. play A Chan. So. Yeah, this could be an all-time low if the projections hold up. Nips at show. I picked show. Nips doesn't have Allen. Dak Prescott is on a tear. There's something about show. He has his eyes on the prize of the playoffs, could make a run, and there would be no greater prize than to knock the Nips off. Even though the Nips is going to in, is, is guaranteed a playoff spot, show still wants to get there and see if he can uh, see if he can beat him for bragging rights. Yeah, I, th- I picked the show on this one as well. Nips brags basically about his late season and his playoff runs, and the show gets sick of it, I think. Lastly, we have Bean at Nappy. I picked Nappy. And, and you I know why, with, Nappy? And I went with Bean. Do you know why I picked you, Nappy? I picked you because I want you to know that I have confidence you're going to win this game. You're going to blow my doors off. You will beat me so badly. I'll get the steamer. Take that to your reverse jinx. Nappy, I just want you to know, he was staring at his computer screen and pointing at it as he was talking to you. Yes. I know we don't have video, but if you could see the anger in his eyes, he was 
man, I'm glad you weren't here to witness that. I don't think nappy, you two would be friends. I anymore. bought seats to this game. I'm wearing a nappy t-shirt, a nappy hat. I'm painting my face in the nappy blue and white. Go nappy. Wow. That concludes our week 13 matchups in our episode 10. May all your fantasy players be studs. Mm-hmm.